Hello. Hello. Welcome to Ralph. Which stands for the um, uh, Ruby and Arthur Fun Time. No, it well, doesn't. It stands the, for the Ruby and Arthur, Arthur Letterbox Fun Time Hour. And Fun Time is spelled P H U N T I M E. No caps, no but caps. Basically, the concept behind this podcast is we picked 13 films from my DVD collection completely at random, put them into a website which has like a wheel that like randomizes it, and then. Um, not every day because Ruby's got work, so. Because <laughs> I have a job. Yeah, but um, sometimes. Every I will say weekly for now. Yeah, weekly for now. Um, <laughs> the dog is ripping Buster, up. Buster, what are you doing? <laughs> He's actually trying to destroy a ukulele. He'll settle down. What a little dickhead! But anyway, I'm, uh, we put like thirteen film, thirteen films from my dvd collection decided completely at random put them into a randomizer website and then every time we do this we click one and it decides to film for us and we keep doing this until we run out of all 13 films and um we we've spun the wheel bef- um like about a couple hours ago and the first film it decided for us was wonder woman 2017 which i think ruby will have a lot more to say than i do well only because of yeah, because you're more f- familiar with feminist theory, while I'm more familiar with uh, being an epic... No. Epic gamer bro. Yeah, I right. I was thinking of going for that angle, and, uh, <laughs> as like a running gag on the podcast, but it just seems to be cringe and um, uh, not actually come off as like the ironic thing that I... Cringe is dead. Yeah. Cringe or die. Well, I don't know what Yeah, I'm we're saying. in so many right. layers of irony that it's become confusing. But that's besides the point. You Let's keep talk- hang-tanging on yeah, the keep- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because... Because Ruby told me, so that the mic quality isn't all weird, that I should do like the sort of like surfer hang ten. You don't have to do it, and just roughly one hang ten away. I mean, I I saw it on the King's speech. It was two hang tens away. Ruby, I work on arbitrary rules that don't make any sense. (laughs) Don't question me on this. Right, should we first, just as an introductory thing, should we go through all thirteen films that we have on the wheel? Yes. Let me get up the picture first, so I can say see it. Let me just... That's my DVD card. Um, the 13 films are Wonder Woman, My Neighbour Totoro, Moana, Throne of Blood, which is like an Akira Kurosawa film that's like a remake of Macbeth, mm-hmm. Apocalypse Now, mm. An Adventure in Space and Time, which is a biopic about the creation of Doctor Who. I'm very excited for that one because I'm a massive Whovian. Um, the Chorus, which is a French film that um, my GCSE French teacher used to show us all the time. Inception, Coco, The Blob 1958, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Dynasties, which is a David Attenborough documentary, and Life of Pi. So we've got quite an eclectic mix. Um, Some animated, some superhero, some... um, We've got a couple foreign language films. A couple foreign language films. Um, one Doctor Who thing, one TV movie, which was like a, the Doctor Who thing, but ugh. a documentary, a documentary, and superhero films, superhero nostalgic film. films, yeah, nostalgic films. So we just the way we did it was we just stopped doing the <laughs> The way we did it was we just went to your film drawer and then we just did this, yeah, and then we pressed stop. We pressed stop by doing... Yeah. Uh, we just closed our eyes and did it. Yeah, we did those for the first 12 films and then we got our dad in to decide the 13th film. 
And he chose Throne of Blood. Well, yeah. he actually chose a different one first, but then I said yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, because it was the Time Warrior. Well, it we've was already the... had a Doctor Who one in there. Okay, that's fair enough. But, like, the Time Warrior, it's the first appearance of the Sontarans and the first appearance of Sarah Jane Smith, so... Well, Look, I'll tell you what, we can anyway, do it next we'll, time we we'll do it. We'll take the Doctor... Well, I'll leave my Doctor <laughs> Who nerdy out things for when we land on Adventure in Space and Time. But then anyway, we we're Who talking stuff. about Wonder Woman Well, today. first of all... Shall we maybe talk about... What was I going to talk about? Your thoughts on Wonder Woman. No, I was going to say something about... Oh, yes. I was going to say that our opinions are our own and don't reflect anyone else or anything else. Yes. We're influenced by our own things. Oh, and Letterboxd, for people who don't know what Letterboxd is... It's Instagram for films. Basically, every film you watch, you like can rate it and write it down, and both of our profiles will be linked into the description. Um, and also, we're not professionals, so no. if this is weird or the audio doesn't sound right, Although, or it's corrupted. Oh, you were talking about professionals in podcasting. Professionals in podcasting. You, you did not. a you did a film course, so you. I know. did do a film course, so I've yeah. got two film studies qualifications. And but I'm, I and I'm a little dickhead. That's true, but I feel like you do know more about film yeah. than me, yeah. even though you don't have. Wait, do you? I think you do. I mean, you know as much, if not more, than me about film. I watch a lot of Patrick H. Willems. Yes. See, I don't even know who that is. Which shows oh, I recommend I Patrick H. Willems. Is he? Is it a film He's a really good film channel. He has in the, his videos. He has overarching like storylines, and like one of them is like an overarching storyline of a killer coconut from an alternate dimension called Charles. <laughs> it's great. What do you do in your free time? That Not a lot, honestly. Okay, so we thought we'd have a little starter thing. Do you want to get a little timer? I'll get out a little timer. This very dusty bell that we have. Yeah. We're going to use this bell. and I think we just touched that. I don't want it to make a weird noise. Anyway, um, when the bell rings, there's a minute. That was just a... That was just a little... Yeah, that was not the bell ringing. Uh, When the bell rings, we've got a minute to talk interrupted Mm -hmm. about our thoughts on this film. Yeah. Do you want to go first or should I go first? Well, it's called the Ruby in our fun channel, so you should go first. Correct. Ready? So, this is interesting because we first saw this in cinemas at the Odeon in Leicester Square, which is this massive cinema. Um, it was 2017 and I was 15, 16? I was probably 16. I think it was towards the end of the year. So, I'm still in high school being relentlessly bullied for being a feminist because that used to happen to me. People used to take the piss out of me because I was a feminist. Whether it was a joke or not, whatever, it impacted me. Um, and this film was very much like, hey guys, women can be superheroes too. It was a very, it's a very girl boss feminist film. And I think the takeaway I took from this was it's, it, it represents a brand of feminism that I really don't align with anymore. And that I don't think represents how my feminism comes into play and manifests. And I think it's just, it's like girl boss the movie. It's very hey women can fight too these men think women bad but women good and it's just it misses the mark for me okay okay so it's my turn uh you press well you ring the bell and i'll press the thing all right ready so basically i don't have as much of like a insight into like such like as ruby had because i'm not like an expert on feminist theory and such but I thought it was really tropey 
but it's not and not like the best superhero movie but it's not really harming anyone i just sort of saw it as a really like as again a really tropey um, that, that word is going to be used a lot this episode but it was like really tropey and didn't really make much sense but ultimately it's not hurting anyone it's just kind of like a fun time to like kind of like turn your brain off to and it does have its moments at times like a the no man's land sequence and um when she goes into like the party with the dress it's a nice dress it's a it's nice, a nice dress. dress how many more seconds do you have six, six. five five seconds to talk about. uh oh, bazinga follow baloo goobadoo hoobadoo you know who the no, hoobs are it was gonna be so loud on the thing <laughs> stop touching the table it's gonna sound like so, what do you do now? Now we talk about each other's opinions. Okay. So, I agree, first mm-hmm. of all. It is very tropey, and it's very long and superhero filmy. It was very much of the era. I don't know whereabouts Marvel was at the time of this film's Marvel, release. Marvel, 2017. 2017. Um, they released Guardians 2, which is one of the best Marvel movies. Guardians two isn't as good as Guardians one. Yeah, I agree, but it's still it's still a banger. The Guardians films are the best films in the MCU, in my opinion, because the characters actually feel real and not like cardboard cutouts. Sorry, I'm just texting Mum. She's uh, <laughs> just asking how we are. Uh, um. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit of a weird one because clearly it's like. Hey, DC are back. You thought Marvel was just Marvel, but DC are back as well. Because I think this was after Man of Steel. Yeah, because because like um, DC tried to rush their cinematic universe because they had Man of Steel, and then pretty much the next DCU move after that was Batman v Superman, a big crossover movie. Bad movie. While like while like Marvel built it up over time, DC just went straight into it. We're having the big event movie. And then we're gonna have a uh, Wonder Woman, and then we're gonna have another big event movie with Justice League, which is definitely a movie that everyone will like, and not demand um, a director's cut from someone that we fired. <laughs> in fact, um, uh, in fact, the other DC movie I have in my DVD collection is Shazam, which is a way better movie, and I wish that one of uh, that either of our fingers just sort of slipped like a centimeter, and we picked Shazam in sh- instead because Shazam is a banger. I've never seen Shazam. I recommend it. It's good. It's pr- it's I pretty think... much it's pretty much Tom Hanks big, but instead of just turning into an adult, he also turns into a superhero, and there are there's a bald man who has seven demons in his head because he's literally me IRL <laughs> I think Shazam's a bit of a rubbish superhero name as well yeah well he was, <laughs> just, Shazam. he was originally called Captain Marvel but but like due to things Marvel now has a character called Captain Marvel so he has to be called Shazam it's a whole thing a I won't get into thing. it this isn't about Shazam this, this is, is about, about Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman. Hey guys, did you know that these men think that Wonder Woman can't fight, but then she fights? I made this point. This is pretty much uh, Wonder Woman is pretty much a live-action Disney princess movie, and not one of the good ones. One of the mediocre ones, like Pocahontas or Raya and the Last Dragon. I don't think you should call Pocahontas a mediocre princess movie. Well, like it's got just around the river. Well, Pocahontas has great songs, but like as a movie itself, it's a bit weird and a bit problematic I mean to be fair I don't know 
Yeah, we, <laughs> have, seen we haven't contest. seen that film in ages. So, I don't know, actually is, know if I watched it all the way through. I think I just watched the music videos. For yeah, the the, yeah, the songs for Pocahontas are great. But when, but why do we keep talking about other films? When well, we listen. If it's the fun time hour, we've got an hour to yeah, film. Yeah, so we can so we can as long talk as we about like. whatever we like. And we're only at twelve minutes, so we're gonna talk about Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It did feel like that. It felt like. Let's make a generic superhero movie, yeah. but this time with a woman. This has every trope. It's got like the it's got like the mystical setting that the main character is from. It's got like the call to adventure. It's got it's got a it's got a flipping wardrobe montage. I think the only thing that she's missing is a talking animal sidekick. She's missing a talking animal sidekick, and at the end there's a twist villain, and it was inside her all along. This is a live action Disney princess movie. And the gimmick, I think it's also a superhero movie, but the gimmick is she's a woman. The fact that she's a woman feels very gimmicky. Yeah. In fact, a better better female superhero movie we should have watched was Catwoman, because at least then it would be funny bad. What, the one with Halle Berry? Yeah, apparently that was bonkers. Like she, she won a like Razzie for it, Like she, she starts sniffing catnip, and she, <laughs> and she says, a girl like me knows how to land on her feet. In fact, it's, it's bonkers. <laughs> We should put that in the wheel next. We should time. do. We should do a bad movie one. We should. Yeah. Do, we should do a bad movie. After edition. this, which is like our trial season one. Yeah. We should do. If we've got time, we should do a Christmas one. We should do a Christmas one. A bad movie one. And for my sake, a Doctor a Who doc- one. I think I'll go insane. <laughs> so much Doctor Who in my life. Wee <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll be forced to like Doctor Who by the end of that Doctor Who one. succumb to the likeness of the doggy never do that again okay that was bad um we should do doctor who we should do a christmas one we should do a disney one yeah because because like this is just like the we'll call this the dvd season we'll just make this like the dvds in my collection and like going forward we can choose it from like netflix or like disney plus or wherever so we can watch it on the big telly downstairs. We can watch it on the big telly downstairs. Not the one in your bedroom, Not which is a good telly. Yeah, you've got a telly. really comfy seat, to be fair. Yeah, it and our back. parents don't love me enough, so they didn't give you, me. You, a you comfy stole my TV seat. back in the day. You stole <laughs> it my didn't TV. Work. Yeah, it was a, a to be fair, TV. it was a shite TV, but you still stole it, so they had to. So, so they had to replace yeah, so they it. Had to <laughs> they had replace to replace it. it with a better smart TV and a really comfy chair that reclines and like the feet go up. I'm not spoiled at all. They love you more. By the way, Ed, let's let's say that we're allowed to swear on this podcast. Shall we put an E next to it? E E. Like they do on like they do on Spotify where they put an E to notify that it has some swearing in it. Yeah. This podcast is twelve A. This podcast has swearing in it. If you do not like swearing, go away. Yeah, I don't know, I think you sounded like a bit like Matt that was a bit Matt Berry then. But Matt? I'm Jackie Daytona from <laughs> Tucson, Arizona. This is the way we talk in Tucson, Arizona. This is the way we talk in Tucson, Arizona. New York City. New York City. <laughs> you seen the newest season? No, I haven't. I really need to since it's now on Disney Plus now. Is it? 
Is season four on Disney Plus now? Yeah, I think they put them. Uh, I think they. I think it's all. Think of uh, what we do in the shadows is both on um, BBC iPlayer and oh, Disney Plus. I knew like most. I didn't know that season four was on available yet because I watched some of it. Yeah. I procured it. Yeah. But honestly, I thought that season three was going to be the last one because the ending was so like closed book, kind of. No, it wasn't. Season three did not end closed bookedly. Well, like it end, it ended in a way where it's like closed enough for it to end there, but like open enough for it to continue. All right. Kind of like how did season three end? Talk to me about how season three ended. They all went away, but then, um, but then Matt Berry realized that Colin Robinson is reincarnated. That's not closed at all. You, everyone was like wondering how's Guillermo gonna get back to Nanda Nando. I was almost called him Nandemo then. That's their shit name. Nando's. How is he gonna get back to Nandor? What's going on with the baby Colin Robinson? What is Nadja gonna do in the UK? What's Nando gonna do without Guillermo? It was that was not closed at all. It's very cliffhanger, especially in the fandom. We were all like, "Ah, oh, excuse me." Oh, you've been on the, you've been more active with like the subreddit. Thing. Yes, I've been on Tumblr. I've got Tumblr again. To be fair, what we do in the shadows does seem like a very Tumblr thing. It is. It's like so. What we do in the shadows, our flag means death, and that's the gay pirate. Something show, right? else. Do you remember Super Hulock? Were you old enough for Super Hulock? I remember the Hulock video that was really well edited, and actually the person who edited Hulock, he ended up doing the special effects for the Chris Chibnall era of the show. Just a little Doctor Who fun fact for you. <laughs> so Super Hulock was Supernatural, Doctor Who, and Sherlock, mm. and it was a whole thing that you liked all three of them on Tumblr back in the day, and you were a Super Hulock. What we do in the shadows, our flag means death. And then there's something else that I can't remember what it is, but that's like the modern day Super Hulu. Oh, okay. That's like the resurgence of Super Hulu. Okay. Yeah, it's coming to... Oh my goodness, I didn't know it. <gasps> the third and fourth season of What We Do With Shadows at Disney Plus, the Wednesday the 2nd of November. Why didn't I know about this? It's all on Disney Plus we'll now. We'll talk about that another time we should do a tv show one yeah we'll, where we'll we do pick a, like we'll do a tv show season i like how we're planning all of this like it's like, gonna be like yeah really it's, like it's gonna be a big thing this will probably not be a big thing i won't be surprised if this is the only episode we ever do <laughs> probably nah. not don't but sell yourself you've got a habit of selling yourself short you yeah stop i've got a habit of selling myself short and adding arbitrary rules to things for absolutely no reason which is fine it just means you have self-discipline yeah in a weird convoluted way yeah 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 anyway wonder woman anyway girl boss Girl Boss so movie. It starts on Girl Boss Island. On Girl Boss Island in the land of Epic Bacon Land. Epic Epic Bacon Gaming Land. We start on Girl Boss Island where all the women are very cool and strong and very beautiful and definitely I was But they're not lesbians because according to the comics the way they keep their people going is by stealing a ship and then and then procreating yeah. with the men and and killing and all the men, them all. and then killing all the male babies. That's true, according to comics. Uh, I mean, you could still be lesbians if you do that. You just yeah. harvesting the sperm. Uh, they they are still lesbians because they do have romantic relationships between yeah, them. Yeah, they're still it's still lesbian island, guys. Still lesbian. The lesbians 
Even strong... though there's already a Greek island associated with lesbians. Lesbos is where poet Sappho came from. She wrote she was a big, cool lesbian. Wow. We love lesbians. Anyway, so we are on Lesbian Island. And then this little annoying child, (laughs) who is Diana, rest in peace to Princess Diana, rest in peace, love. You would have loved Diana's style. Very annoying. Do you agree? Yeah. The child cannot act. But Mama, where would we go? Where would we? What is the sword for, Mama? What? Everyone has a non-specific Mediterranean accent. And they don't speak Greek to one another or like any ancient language. They speak English to one another. Because they know every language in the world and they're super smart and super cool and super epic game of board bacon. Why would you speak. Like, if you and I knew fluent French, we wouldn't just speak French to each other when we were at home. We'd speak English because that's the native language. Yeah. Wouldn't we? Yeah. And then when the Germans show up, they all speak English to each other as well. But I thought, like, that was them translating it for the audience's sake. Yeah, but they could have just as easily spoken German and had subtitles. I don't think that would have been much of a problem. Or they could have done, like, a Hunt for Red October thing where they zoom in on the mouth and when they zoom out, they're speaking English. What's Hunt for Red October? So this is you know more about Hunt, films than Hunt me. Hunt for Red October is a film where Sean Connery plays a Russian uh, sub commander and he goes insane and decides to try and blow up New York, but Alec Baldwin has got to convince him not to blow up New York. And there's like a and there's like and like it's iconic because in the first like couple minutes of the film, all of like the Russian characters speaking Russian, except like there's this one scene where one of the characters is like reading out a Bible verse. And then it like zooms in on his mouth, and then he says the word Armageddon, which means the same both in Russian and in English. And when it zooms out, he's uh, all the Russian characters are speaking English. Whoa! So maybe they could have done that. I just feel like because it's a film, it's <laughs> it's a film. This movie, it feels like a movie. Wait, you told me to get a notebook. What are we going to use the notes for? I was just gonna. It was before. Before we started recording, I was going to write down all the segments we had. Oh. But we can... We're free-forming it. This is... Fuck it, we'll do it live. (laughs) This is all... It's just chaos. This is just chaos. Unbridled chaos. Chaos film review. You can't control me. I'm a... I'm a... Yeah, workshop that one. Um, It's a superhero blockbuster movie and I feel like they're trying to make as much money as possible and when people speak different languages and there are subtitles on the screen Yeah The general public, GP aren't as likely to go out and buy tickets I think that's why You see, whenever you say GP because I had my theme park phase I immediately think of like general public theme park goers who just don't know anything about roller coasters and aren't based and are not based epic gamer bros. Yeah, that's gonna be my catchphrase. They are not based. It's <laughs> gonna be my epic catchphrase. And when my and when this podcast takes off, there'll be t-shirts of it, and it definitely won't be embarrassing for me in like ten years time. Anyway, embarrassment shows growth. If you're not cringing, you're not growing. And that you can put that on a t-shirt as well. Mm. If you're not cringing, you're not growing. Yeah. Cringe is growth. Hmm. And I live by that. Anyway, where were we? Um, the Germans are speaking <laughs> the English. speak English. And then Chris Pine crashes off the coast of Lesbian Island. So Chris Pine, in Don't Worry Darling as well, has it's not Chris Pine that's in the plane and crashes it, but there are plane crashes 
in two Chris Pine movies that are in like alternate worlds which is Don't Worry Darling as well there's a plane crash in that mm. and Chris Pine is in that so I think maybe it's a mandate that Chris Pine has to be involved with a film that involves a little old timey plane crashing to the ground mm. in like exactly the same way because in Don't Worry Darling it's like it's the same looking plane but it's red and the trail's all the same and it crashes in the same way you don't see it crash it's not it doesn't go to the sea because they're in the desert but so that was weird <laughs> whoa um yeah Chris Pine can't escape his plane so lifeguard Wonder Woman comes to save him Gal Gadot by the way a dead like a, and then like when he wakes up on the beach she's like you're a man hmm which is really creepy <laughs> because surely she's it was just I don't know that was just a weird thing Gal Gadot she's, she's a very beautiful lady but she's got controversy I don't know I mean there was a thing I saw it on Twitter so obviously uh, take it with a pinch of salt I, I, I stay far away from that kind of drama I, I just want to I just want he to he just wants to watch Doctor yeah. Who and eat chips yeah which is very valid um keep losing my train of thought so you're a man and then chris pine <laughs> says yeah i am and then the germans rock up and they're like oi we're supposed to kill him but then the epic girl boss army is like no you're not we've got bows and arrows and horses we've got bows and arrows and we've got a zip line off the side of this cliff oh then one of them gets shot and like does the gwen stacy hanging thing yeah and then... What was I going to say about Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot. Oh, she did the Imagine thing in COVID, didn't she? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that. There's no heaven. And there were like 17 different keys. But no, it's like, it's more like this. Imagine there's no heaven. <laughs> Even if you try. <laughs> What's no the... clouds above <laughs> us. Below is only sky. Below is no. Above uh, us only sky. Anyway, John Lennon. Let's get on. What with were they it. trying to achieve by doing? <laughs> they were just like, "Oi, Germans, you shouldn't be here. Let's let go away." No, by the Imagine video. What were they trying to achieve by the Imagine video? I don't know. They were gonna solve. It was like right at the beginning as well. It reminds me of the Kendall Jenner Pepsi thing, where they were like, <laughs> "We got just the... hands the... <laughs> you just solves police brutality by handing no. them a Pepsi." So tone deaf. Don't put your head on the desk. Oh, it's sorry. Like, it's okay. It's make weird sounds. It's I'm okay. Sorry. This is the first. This I'm is the first time. I'm sorry, um, and termites who are listening to this. Probably our parents. Probably yeah. mum will give it a Probably listen. Our parents. I also told Father Alex about this. Oh, he'll like. Hi, yeah. Father Alex. Hi, Father Alex. Hi. He's our vicar. We should do a, a Passion of the Christ one and invite him as a guest. <laughs> Yeah. We should have guests. Oh, I know. We should do Prince of Egypt. We should do like classic Jesus films. Yeah, biblical. We could do Mormon Jesus. We could do biblical films. Biblical films. We could do Passion of the Christ, Mormon Jesus, Jesus Christ Superstar. Ruby, we're nearly halfway through this podcast. We suddenly went from we haven't got enough to fill it to we need to wrap, we need to get on it. Okay, well, we don't, so, we've got half an hour left. We don't have to go through the yeah, whole plot. We don't have to go well. through the whole thing. Oh. It's chill. We can take this chill. 
It's cool. There is no rules, which is very inconvenient for me because I love tying arbitrary rules to things. I can't believe you got Father. I don't even have Father Alex's phone number. That's because you don't wear the cassock. <laughs> it's true, I don't I wear the cassock. On, on I could, though, if I wanted Sundays, to. On Sundays, I wear the cassock and I do the incense. You do the incense, you ring the bell. you got cool jobs, dude. You uh, like, write things for museums. You ring bells and do incense and wear cassocks. And you, like, you know, help pies people and make yeah, pies. Yeah, I'm doing pies pe- I'm uh, helping out in pies peas and performances tomorrow, which is, like, this local performance thing where we have pies and someone does a performance it's very self-explanatory you do a lot of cool jobs yeah and I always um, and I always say I'm not doing enough and I should be doing more you've got a habit of selling yourself short and you should stop anyway Wonder Woman anyway Wonder Woman <laughs> so this lady gets killed and then Diana's like oh no she sees Chris Pine's penis and then is immediately like Ooh, I have penis, to go penis penis Penis, I need to go penis. By the way. I need to go penis. Oh. <laughs> she sees his his Dong. equipment and she goes, what is that? And then he's like, well, it's... And then she's like, no, the watch. So, and like Chris Plane was trying to mansplain his, what his wang to... <laughs> It was just a weird thing. Also, the romantic subplot between those two is just unnecessary. Again, it's like a whole... It's a Disney princess film. Because they were like... It's a live-action okay, Disney princess She film. has to be with this man. She's... It's just so... It misses the mark. And it, the only... Like, it's just... I could talk about this for ages. About how it's like... Ooh, girl boss feminism. But it's just like... Is it, though... Because she's still, it's just, ugh. it's just a bit of a not feminist feminist film. It's just a bit. It misses the mark a lot. I mean, I'm repeating myself, but it has to be said. Could have done better. It's basically feminism from the perspective of someone who knows absolutely nothing about feminism. Well, they know. They've, it's like feminism from the perspective who's just looked at boss lady quotes on Instagram. It's yeah. like someone was like, I'm going to write a feminist film and saw three girl boss quotes and was like, this is what feminism is. Yeah, mm, yeah. Not really. It's yeah. a little bit more complicated than that. But yeah, she sees his wang. She sees his wang and then it's like, I have to go to war. There's a war happening. And then she, then she climbs the tower, she steals a sword and then she gets in a boat and they get to London overnight. But while they're in the boat, they talk about sexy time. They talk about sexy time and evil cartoon villain Germans. It's so. It's a live action so, Disney princess. It's so movie. black and white, though. It's so. Yeah, especially. Americans brave, Germans bad. Yeah, especially since we're recording this on Remembrance Day, which. It like, was this quite is, poignant. This is. Yeah, it was poignant. It, it was, wasn't poignant, it was just prevalent. That's what I meant. I didn't mean poignant. Yeah. Um, but this is not a perfect World War One movie. If you're looking for a good World War One movie, watch 1917 or the recent released All Quiet on the, we- on the Western Front. Those are good World War One movies. The OG that... Western Front. Yeah. I um, mean, I haven't seen. I haven't before. seen that either. Um, but like those express how pointless the First World War was because it was just like a bunch of alliances that meant like thousands of people getting killed 
just for like the rich so and like i feel like 1917 perfectly illustrates the feeling of pointlessness to this death and woman wonder woman is definitely not that it's got it's it's depictions of people groups are very like basic like a like germans evil americans brave scottish people drunk british people deceitful and stuffy people think that women can't fight but they can it's just very it's not nuanced at all i don't think that's what they were going for i don't i don't i'll I'm not expecting DC blockbuster yeah, films think, to be like. Yeah, I think they were just. I think they were just going for a fun superhero movie. That was women. That was women. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think that they're looking for nuance. Obviously not. The superhero films, often, largely, yeah. don't do that. I also, and th- that's fine. That's the genre. Mm-hmm. But feel like it would have been a better film if there was a bit of nuance and i would have liked it yeah. more i also feel like I'm a, our opinion may be hindered because we are both victims of superhero fatigue like superhero <laughs> movies have dominated cinema for the past like 20 years or so i just cannot be and i'm just kind of bored i'm just kind of a bit tired of it the like when i was a kid yeah. i loved superhero movies i loved like the mcu and stuff and I still do love superhero movies. Like, The Batman has been one of my favourite films of the year. But that's not a superhero superhero no, that's, movie. That's, that's a movie about a superhero. Yeah, that's a detective noir film that just so happens to have Batman in it. Yeah. And that's the same thing with The Joker, which was... The Joker? Very literally <laughs> me! Epic. Literally me! I, I was about to use the phrase Sigma male and then I stopped myself because I can't, Literally I can't envision that phrase genuinely coming out of my mouth in earnest. Awful. Sigma um, nation, rise up. That's gonna, that's gonna that's gonna be embarrassing in 10 years time. Hello 20 year old, hello like 28 year old Arthur. Bet you regret this. Hello. Cringe's growth. Yeah. Cringe's growth. He's probably doing great. Or he's dead. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right, okay. Um, I had something on my mind and then we completely got derailed again. Okay, so evil journalists. No, I was talking, I was going to talk about superhero movies. Superhero movies. We found ourselves while we were watching this movie, a lot of the time, just sort of like, this is really boring. I'm gonna go on my yeah. golf game, or I'm gonna go on Reddit. Yeah, I, <laughs> I said, I said oh, ah! ah, we moved the magic box. That's gonna sound really bad. Um, I said while we were watching this that the best superhero movies aren't superhero movies. Like Shazam is like an '80s family comedy with a superhero. The Batman is a detective noir film with Batman. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is a great sci-fi movie with superheroes in fact it doesn't even feel that superhero-y because because like Star-Lord isn't like a superhero superhero he's just a guy who just so happens to be in space so should we continue like plot by plot or should we just free no let's not do plot by plot because it's really boring because the plot is boring it's not yeah it's boring. very straightforward it's just very dull because you can dull. have a boring plot but like a good film you can have no plot but have a good film let's just bring up things instead of going plot point by plot point let's just bring up things like remus lupin <laughs> that bit at the end where he 
turns into like his cool god costume. And he and it's just a helmet. It's it was the helmet Remus, Lupin. Remus Lupin's face. And it's like, this doesn't feel as no. dramatic as it should feel or as you're trying to make it feel. It's just a, some guy. <laughs> like, it's, I love, I don't, I love. The actor who, the plays, actor who plays I'm going to Google him because I feel bad not knowing what we his name is. keep calling him Remus Lupin. I Googled it the other day as well because he was in something else. David Thewlis, David yeah. Thewlis. David I think he was also in The Sandman, which you also watched an episode of today. That's the, that, that show slaps. Watch The Sandman on Netflix now. This is not sponsored by now. Netflix. This isn't sponsored by anything. Can you imagine this if we do have sponsors? Can you imagine yeah. if we get a production team and have sponsors? Except from uh, Pippi. We love Croatia, Pippi. Croatian orange drink with a woman with orange tits on the cover. If you ever go to Croatia, you don't have a Pippi. Did you go to Croatia? David Thuelis yeah. pronunciation. No. pronunciation. Pronunciation. You can't even pronunciate. David Pronun- Thuelis. David Thuelis. David Thuelis. That guy, it's just... I mean, he's great for the role. He's a great actor. I love him yeah. a lot. But I don't think it was as dramatic as they were. It was very, like... It was just, like, Dennis from down the road is in the big... And his <laughs> it was just so odd. <laughs> My mate Terry from that pub, he's in a superhero movie and he's got a big helmet and he does this and he looks very scary. Very scary. Very, yeah. very scary. Yeah. It was... Um... He was not a very... Uh, basically, like, Wonder Woman, throughout the film, she's looking for Ares so that she can rid the world of war. With and she thinks she thinks that it's this one German cartoon supervillain guy, but which is what the, by the way the two German villains that are like the red herring villains they're like tr- they're like Transformers villains they're like cartoon <laughs> villains there's like a scene so, where they throw like a they're like they throw like a canister of mustard gas into a room they shut like, the door and then they just go <laughs> we are so evil the woman one there's a whole thing with disability she's, she's portrayal just a bond in films she's, she's just a bond villain but there's a whole thing with disability portrayal in films that it's never good and if it is good they're usually cured by the end of it or they're dead there's a whole school of thought there's a whole critical theory on the representation of disability in literature mm. I have an English degree and a drama degree and I just like things um Anyway, so she's got a facial disfigurement because she was... Yeah, but like that classic war thing of like um, uh, people who were damaged by bombs in the war. With um, they would have like plastic. They would have them. like porcelain parts of like face or reconstruction. Oh, it's porcelain. Of course it's porcelain. That's, why would it be plastic? Anyway, um, so there's that, which feels a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. The fact that they're... It's like a caricature of German like villainy. Obviously it's World War One. Yeah. Obviously, they weren't doing great things, but again, it lacks the nuance that I think yeah. it could have benefited from. It's a it's a cartoon. And they speak like English to cartoon. each other, and they like speak English in this really over exaggerated like, German accent. Like, where did you put this? And like, out? there's a scene in the Ottoman Empire, but it's all like brick buildings and was clearly like shot in like England, but with like G- CGI to make it look like it was in Turkey. No building in Turkey looks like that that's just an industrial estate in Middlesbrough <laughs> just, because, in Middlesbrough. just because you put Turkish flags on it doesn't make it part of the Ottoman Empire that's clearly just 
Anyway. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on from that one. We've got a Wonder Woman fun fact alert. That was the, the thumbnail. Fact. That was the, the, the fun fact was That's... we went on a tour of the British Museum once uh-huh. with one of Mum's friends, an exclusive behind the scenes British Museum tour, which was very fun. Um, and don't make your face like you're bored. It was fun. <laughs> no, I was doing. I was just doing. I like tried to express hey. a fun thing. Anyway. We went into this back room office thing, mm-hmm. and the office that she goes into in the Louvre at the beginning is actually in the British Museum, and also, we've been in there. Also, the Louvre is focused on paintings and things, not historical artifacts. I, I think, I don't know. Again, another lack of accuracy and nuance. Surprise, in a superhero the movie? <laughs> Whoa. I'm going to need to go for a wee in a minute, actually. Okay. So you might have to hold the fort for like five minutes okay while i go and sort my life out okay so uh, i'm gonna go do that and very carefully put these on the table without making too much noise i'm gonna get up by not banging right. the mic or making so, any um, sudden movement okay so just talk about things. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. <laughs> or you could talk about she your favourite film. She is wonderful and she is a woman. Two things you need to know about the wise woman. One, she is a woman. Why? And second, she is wise. She is wise. Oh, so you do know her then. Have you got an appointment? Mm. So yeah, I'm just going to talk to 28-year-old me who's re-watching this and cringing at all my old jokes. Hello. I really hope you're not dead, because that'll be bad for both of us. Don't be morbid. Oh, yeah, this is supposed to be the fun time hour. It's fun time with this a This is PH. the fun time Can hour of PH, which phone? means it's doubly fun. That's that's your phone. Thank you. So, yeah, um, to all the viewers, who the hell are you? Why are you watching this? And to the viewers we know who will probably watch this, like Mum and Dad or Father Alex, um... How are you doing today? Did you brush your teeth? What did you have for breakfast? Where did you go? Anyway, uh, talking. I am not good at talking. That's probably why I don't have... Well, I do have friends. I just don't really contact them that often. I really should. I really should. doing anyway that's probably gonna sound really bad on the mic uh favorite film oh if you look at my letterbox uh my four favorite films that are listed up there are the muppet movie prestige guardians of the galaxy why don't you go through your letterbox profile that might be good oh yeah but now you're back, so there's no point. We need to return to Wonder Woman. No, there is a point, because it's the Letterbox fun time now. We might as well talk a bit about Letterbox, Not sponsored by Letterboxd. But we both do have Letterbox profiles. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole point of us doing this. Is that I made you get Letterboxd. Yeah. And was like, this might be fun. We'll link our, our thingies in the description when we upload this. Also, my Twitter will be... In the description. And I don't really use my Twitter account. I do have it, but I don't really use it, so... 
But you don't do socials in general, really. No, do aside you? from aside from Reddit, which I only got on a whim, and now I can never like, and now I can never stop it. Top secret. Top secret Reddit top secret, account. Top secret. You aren't supposed to know about it. Top secret. I've also got a top secret top Reddit secret. account that is very top secret. Top secret. Um, it's top secret. Top so let's talk about Letterbox then. Mm-hmm. So towards the end of this podcast. We will go on Letterboxd and we'll make our reviews. Yes. And we'll also read the review, other reviews of Wonder Woman. Let's do that at the 10 minute mark. So we've got five more minutes to talk about what we thought about Wonder Woman. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, very tropey. This is probably one of the most tropey movies ever. It has a wardrobe montage. It has a twist villain. It was inside her all along. Just um, so many things in it just feels like really, really? come on now oh, of course that happened and ah. it just again the woman the fact that it was a woman it feels gimmicky and yeah. I don't think that's right. But also <laughs> it does have parts where it does shine like the sequence where she steps out onto no man's land and she does the thing with the bullets and then she like a does she like. Whoosh, she whoosh, she whooshes Does into... the classic superhero flying pose with the one leg up and the bullet thing's really cool in the and beginning. And then she goes into the building and she's like doing flips and things and she's... The fight scenes Whoa. and the CG and the fight choreography are really cool. Yeah. And that the, that's the good bits about it. Yeah. And Gal Gadot, even though I don't think she's a top-notch actor, she does. she's a good Wonder Woman, I think. I don't yeah. think I can see anyone else as Wonder Woman, really. And... Um, What's her name? Lucy Davis, who plays Etta, is also in. Um, she was in Sabrina, the new Sabrina. She was in um, Shaun of the Dead as well. Mm-hmm. She slays. She's brilliant. I love her. She just is a shining light in the sort of weird, Trophy, generic Hollywood superhero movie. She's brilliant. Also, also the, the scene where she goes into the party with the dress. That's really good. Yeah. That's good. I like that. I like I, I like the fashion as well, actually. Yeah. I think the costuming's really good. I think the CG really good. I think the casting's good, apart from maybe David Thewlis as Ares. I think maybe he should have changed. I did actually sort of. see the Wonder Woman costume when I went on the uh, Warner Brothers studio tour I in Los Angeles. I've got a photo next to it. I've also got a photo next to Henry Cavill's yeah. Superman picture holding his... I also, I also, I also think I'm a, I've got a picture on me on the Aquaman throne holding the trident because they got like a photo opportunity where they have like the trident from the premiere of the film, and like um and like at the premiere of Aquaman, Jason Momoa, uh, after doing a hacker, broke the trident over his knee. So when you see like the trident, it's got like a big crack in the middle. So that was cool. But yeah, the third act of this movie is hilarious. It just gets to the point where you're it so is... exhausted with the with the super. It just gets that you're just like, <laughs> okay. Like like there's a scene where she's like flying through like this orange mist, and it, and it looks like Spy Kids three. It looks like <laughs> it looks like Spy Kids three when they're inside the video game and it's all CGI. It's just it's bizarre. It is. Yeah. Uh, but not bizarre in a fun way that makes me invigorated and excited to watch it again. I mean, I could go my whole life without watching that film again. Yeah. 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 Anyway. It's fine. It's, it's not fine. shy. It's not that bad. It is a film. It is a film. 
It's not going to go anywhere. It is truly one of the films of all time. It's not going anywhere near my top ten. No. No. At the end of this, we should rank all of them. Yeah, it was in my 13-year-old top ten, but... We've moved on. It's been a while since 2017. We've all grown. Yeah. Um, Some of the letterboxed Wonder Woman reviews include this three-and-a-half-star review from Marion. Homophobia is this movie luring... What? Homophobia in this movie luring me in with 20... Oh, no. I was going to start again because I can't read that. I should have read that before I said it. Homophobia is this movie luring me in with 20 minutes of lesbian island and then forcing me to spend two hours with a dude named Steve Trevor. Also, Steve Trevor is a stupid That's worse than John Smith. It's bad. It's bad. This is a four-star review from Holly Beth. I'm sorry, I just don't believe that Remus John Lupin would do any of that. No. 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 It's too, it's, it's too much of a good wolf boy. Um, this four star one from Sri says, Me at the airport. Hey, can I get a ticket to the Mascara attendant? I'm sorry, mum, I don't know where that is. Me, please just take me to the Mascara attendant. Says, I'm going to have to ask you to leave me. I just want to be at the Mascara. It does look like a nice place. Yeah, it does look like a nice place to visit. Especially um, if you're a big lesbian like me. Well, I think that like I'm a, I think that like if uh, Themyscira opened up to like tourism, they'd sort of like advertise them. They'd sort of like advertise themselves as like I'm a, as like um, that one monastery in Greece that only men are allowed, but like gender switch, so like only women are allowed there. There's a monastery in Greece where only men are allowed in it. Yeah, that's a lot of monasteries. There's a lot of places where only men are allowed in it. Yeah! How are, how are you doing, fellas? How are you doing? Hey. No. Um, I don't want to yuck your yum, but no. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? You were talking about it should have been a water park because of that cool pool yeah, thing. Yeah, this Thanisgera should be water park. They should have... Like, I don't think Wonder Woman deserves a whole theme park. But if they, if if, if it did, maybe there's like a D, maybe like a DC theme the uh, water park, and there's like a Wonder Woman section, and there's like a Batman section where it's like Ace Chemicals, and they dye the water green, and you actually get radiation poisoning, and the Joker laughs at your face, and then says literally me, R slash Joker. For life. <laughs> I don't even know if my There's jokes are funny. There's a lot of these I feel it. like are over, are over um, selling it. Overselling it because they're like, yeah, it's about time. It's still the best DC film. No, I wouldn't say it's the best. It's DC not the best film. DC. The best film. DC film is probably like The Dark Knight or The Batman or heck, the original Superman movie. That that film's probably like magic. That feels really like great. This person says, "I wish Gal Gadot could make more than one face." That's so true. That's so true. I hate myself. Well, she is a model, so she's used to making just one face. So. Well, she's also. An, I, did she have actor training? I don't maybe know. I retract my. Maybe someone could have done a better job with this. Yeah. 
think Logan has ruined the superhero genre for me. I'm now going to every movie expecting it to be as good as Logan, and that's just not realistic. No matter how many giant sky beams or slow motion action scenes you put in your movie, nothing will ever thrill me more than seeing Hugh Jackman's child yell at him in Spanish. I need to see Logan. I've heard I haven't it's seen one of Logan. The best. There are so many films that are like, this is the best film ever. That I've never seen. Like, I've never seen Casablanca or Citizen Kane. I do not bother with Godfather. Casablanca. I have seen Apocalypse Now, which is on the list, but uh, we'll, to we'll, my get to we'll get to that. To my absolute dismay. We'll get to that. We'll get to Apocalypse Now. She hates it. Did I've... we go through all the films? Yeah, we did go through all the films at the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah, I explained it. Um, I thought, well... I won't express my opinions on Pockups now here because we've got an upcoming episode Bad. in the future. Bad. Bad. I think it's fine. I think it's good. It's annoying. You'll discuss it. I'm opposed to it. Anyway. You're just annoyed because people constantly say it's the greatest ever. It's not. It's long and boring and, and nothing happens. Martin Sheen goes, I'm in Vietnam. I'm very sad about it. Does it? Mm. Two stars. Wait, this isn't Captain America. Yeah, it, it did remind me a lot of the first Avenger because like they're both stories about um, about like superheroes whose origin was in a war, a world war, and they've got like a ragtag team of people who don't really get much character development except for this one person who's like also the main love interest and at the end someone crashes the plane into something and doesn't come back until the next one. Oh, I reviewed this before. Oh, give it three stars. You this, she's already done it, so she can just add it to the list of um, uh, of. No, I can review it again. I can just put watched again. Oh, I'm gonna review Sorry, it again. Sorry, I'm I gonna did... knock the star off because I gave it three stars. I'm gonna give it two and a half. Yeah, I think that's my rating as well. I give it like two and a half stars. All right, let's rate it and then let's do yeah. the wheel for next time. Yeah. So my review, my closing thoughts on this are. Hashtag #girlboss I'm gonna write. It's like someone um, wrote a film based on Girlboss Instagram quotes. It's like somebody wrote a feminist film, but the only thing they know about feminism is informed by. Girlboss quotes on Instagram. I'm going to workshop that. What's your review going to be? My review is going to be basically a live action Disney princess movie. The only thing she's missing is a talking animal sidekick. This is a riveting section where all you hear is us tapping yeah. on our keyboards. Let's get some good ASMR on it. Seen this film before add tags ralph i'm gonna tag ralph okay ralph season one ralph i'm gonna season add it to one. the ralph season one watch list as well yeah. so if you go on my letterbox you can find that watch list you can like that watch list <clears throat> follow both of us on letterboxd she's uh rubes underscore botley I'm... there's no underscore no caps no gaps oh. rubes botley okay r-u-b-e-s b-o-t-t-l-e-y i'm 
My my tag is really stupid. My tag <laughs> is neutral underscore piss, capital N, capital P. It doesn't mean a thing. It's just two random words we came up with and she was setting up my Twitter account. I was feeling very hilarious that day. Very funny. Maybe you should change it. You don't have to change it. It's fine. Mm. Don't change it for anyone. Believe in yourself. Mm. Enter, new, enter new tag. Ralph. Season one. How did you write it? I want to write it in the exact same way so that it fits. R dot A dot one. No. R dot A dot L dot P dot H. Season one. Okay. Should I put a dot after H? Up to you. No, I'm not going to. I can't be asked. Right. Save. The review has gone up. Save. And I'll also make a list on my account. Well, we can do all that afterwards. Anyway. I think it's time to spin the wheel for next okay. time. It's not exactly an hour, but it's more than 50 minutes, so it's close enough. Fine. Okay, so that's not the wheel. That's just a picture of the wheel. The wheel. I didn't know you could do that. Switch between apps by doing yeah. that. Every day's a school day. Yeah. Okay, so I've got the wheel right here. Let's see what comes up. Maybe we should have funky wheel music. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Do. <laughs> I don't know why that kid's on mind. The, the Blob! Blob! 1958, a classic B-movie. What do you know about The Blob? I've seen it before because it's part of my uh, Criterion collection, um, Blu-ray collection. It's a fun B-movie and surprise anti-global warming movie at the end. That's what I mainly remember of it. It's a surprise global warming movie. And... Um, and the Seth Rogen character in Monsters vs. Aliens, Bob, he's based on The Blob. Ah. Ah, so that's what we'll discuss next time. The Blob 1958, not to be confused with The Blob from the 90s, which is supposed, which is trying to be scary. The Blob from 1958 is just trying to be a fun monster movie. And next week we will be on The Blob. Wow. Well, thank you for listening. If anyone listened, and if not, this was a fun time and yeah. I enjoyed it. Hi, Mum. Hi, Mum. Hi, Hi, Father Alex. Hi, Father Alex. <laughs> okay. Okay. Brilliant. Well, that was Ralph. Look out for more Ralph things. Our details and stuff will be in the description. You can follow us and like our things. Thank you so much for playing my game. Moving on the ground, moving on the ground. Finally, I can get to a movie on the ground. Here I am, movie on the ground, movie, movie on, the, on ground. the ground. Ow, I hit my nose. Wow. I know, ev I know every single Mario teacher's typing um, meme, sort of. I also know all the words to the Hotel Mario intro. Please don't do it. No. Okay. No well, we got to, we got two minutes left. You we might as well do it. Nice of the princess to invite us over for a tea party, eh, Luigi? Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she made lots of spaghetti. Be so embarrassing in ten years' time. No, it's funny. Cringe is growth. Embarrassing now. Cringe is growth. Cringe is growth. It just means we're self-aware. Cringe is growth. That's the mantra of the show. Ralph. Ralph. Cringe is growth. growth. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.